Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy Hello and welcome to the 77th ever Friend Zone. How about that, guy? Uh, well, you know I Step love it. Step right up. You know I love it, Tim. That's uh, by my count at least 77 friends. Uh, as yeah. you know, the backbone of each of these episodes has been one beautiful piece of correspondence or engagement with um, our friends. So. We have made a minimum of 70, if nothing else, 77 friends along the way. And you, Tim, um, with due respect to those listening along, are the closest of them all. And I haven't Aww. spoken with you properly, you know, for a week or so now. What's happening in Been your about life? That. Tell me a nice um, thing that's happened in the last seven days. In the last seven days. Ah. Uh, Went for a run yesterday. It was good. It's the best thing that's happened to you. Well, I did all the good stuff that's happened is very boring to. I'll tell you a good thing that's happened, but it's going to be kind of boring and technical to talk about. But finally, got an offer um, for a comedy festival to do this real freaky show that I've thought of, which uh, is is going to be a chat show. So hopefully, that's going to be happening next year. I thought that, I wasn't um, going to be doing it. That's but the great. Was going to let me. Yeah. And uh, tentatively, it looks like a lovely little slot at a lovely little theatre. So stoked about that. Um, still married, man. So happy about that. Fuck yeah. Fucking real stoked on that. That's love, a good time. Love, love. Love, love. You got to love, love. Oh, and number three to cap it all off, I have a walkout boy coming to stay with me from tomorrow morning for a couple of days. None other than Nick Sampson, who belongs to London now. But he's that, gonna um, he's gonna crash with me. See, for a that's bit. the sort of detail I'm looking for because I could hear it in mm. your voice. You're excited about that. There's a youthful vigor to the idea of a friend staying. You're gonna get up to some mischief, you know. Like you'll drink one more whiskey than you otherwise might as you stay Mate. up and just shoot the breeze. Talk about the state of the world, your lives, where you both yep. stand politically, personally, yep. comedically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, that's exactly. I'm gonna the throw. Sort a, of, I think I'm gonna throw in a party. I'm gonna throw a party because Nick's here. And because we haven't had a party yet, and our house is such a good party house for summer. This but is the exactly weather here has what been I'm talking fucking, about. This has been ballistic. Absolutely ballistic. So this morning, because it is the last week has been crazy. There was one of the wildest thunderstorms that's ever happened in Auckland about two days ago. There was 155 lightning strikes inside six minutes. It was astounding. I um, was, it was uh, doing a little bit of... This is going to sound dodgy if I say doing some work with some kids. So I was, I was volunteering at a school because that's true. And their fucking bell system got taken out by a, a, stri- a lightning strike. Lightning Man. strike hit the, hit the school and burned out the circuitry so the bell doesn't work anymore. That is some crazy ass shit. You know, they say lightning crashes, a new mother cries. 
Mm. Was this song about a um? It was Her sad, placenta falls to the floor. Is it about a stillbirth? The angel opens her eyes, and the confusion sets in. Before the doctor can even close the door. Uh, shit, I didn't actually know, but I'm reading ahead on the lyrics, and uh, I'm yeah. not going to sing any more of the song because this yeah. is a place for celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it up. Keep it keep up. It keep it up. Keep, well, keep I've cool. been spending a little bit of time with friend of the podcast Becky Lucas here in Los Angeles. I'm so California. sorry, guy. Let me ask you. Tell me about your good times with Becky Lucas. Look. Much like your times with Sampo. Just great to see an old friend. We've had some laughs. We've had some meals. We've had some drinks. We've taken advantage of the recently uh, relaxed, uh, or you could say corrected, um, marijuana laws here in Los Angeles. Uh, And just been generally having a a wonderful time. Um, I do fear for how much your color is being characterized by your uh, weed references every episode of our podcast now. Because we kind of had a decision early on, first couple of seasons, we were like, we're going to smoke the weed, but we're not going to talk about the weed. And then at some point at around season three, I think we were like, you know what, these 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 beautiful bastards and, yeah. have been with us long enough. It's time to be honest with the good Funnily folks. Funnily enough, we were the high the whole time. The worst season. Uh, I'm not too worried <laughs> yeah. about it. Like I feel in my personal good. professional life, it's well uh, under under control. Do you think I reference mm-hmm. it too much? Do you think I'm I'm coming across mm, as a bit of a nerd? Me. Nah, not for me, not for me. And you know what? If it's cool by you and cool by me, why am I even being concerned about it? I'll tell you why, because we're in the friend zone. Yeah, I suppose so. But no, rest assured, I've been having a great time with Becky. Um, and You gone to any shows, mate? You've been seeing some, uh, some I've chuckles? S- I've seen shows. I've done shows. I've got to do a show not long after this, actually. That's tremendous news. Yeah. I'm going to do some jokes. Do you know Fuck, I didn't? Yeah. I did a joke. Well, I opened with this joke at a show uh, the other day, and while the set went well, this didn't. I said, mm. uh, "It's great to be here in uh, Los Angeles, California, the city of angels." And uh, looking out in front of me, it's pretty easy to see why because I see fifty angels. And um, I mean, you know, your reaction. Mm down the line is yeah. a pretty fair representation of how the audience interpreted my sort of uh, – because I guess it's, it, it sort of straddles the line between being, uh, you know, like c- cynical and earnest. And so I think it's just like a, a weird thing to say. It's right on that line, isn't it? But rest assured, uh, I, was, I was otherwise funny. And should we stop talking about ourselves for one – Fucking hot second, so I can read out this piece of correspondence, please. I would love literally nothing more. Well, literally. It starts thusly. My dudes, I was working my way through the back catalogue of brilliant Alice Fraser's podcast. And yep. was really surprised to stumble across episodes featuring old Timbo and Guy Guy. Yes. As much as I love hearing you talk about piece of shit films, it was super interesting to listen to you go deep on topics you don't always hear comedians talking about. And that's what I love so much about Alice's show. Anyway, the point of this message is that I'm sure I'm not the only person who'd like to hear more stuff like that when you do it. So don't keep keep it so quiet. Yeah? Um, and that comes from Chrissy. 
Uh, so to Chrissy, I say, absolutely. We can do a better job of keeping people informed. I think Twitter's probably the place where you get the widest cross-section of other projects and things that we're doing. But for those of you who would like to listen to those episodes, the podcast is called Tea with Alice. Um, and it is, it's a fun podcast to do. It's quite a, uh, you know, you cover a wide breadth of topics and the conversation follows wherever it goes. So Tea with Alice. Uh, and, it, you know, there's a, a whole stable of episodes that aren't even just with us. Alice is very smart and she is interested in a lot of different things. So it's a good wide-ranging chat. I think mm. I've been... I think I've been on it twice over the years. Yeah, She's actually, now you awesome. mentioned it, I think I've done it probably like three times. I think I've been on that show probably four times now, just going over to yeah. Melbourne uh, for the I feel comedy like, festival. Because every time I, I run into her, then. she's always like, it's very important that you've done it more than Tim. So I, I think if that's true, then I must have done it six. Fuck, that's so, so sorry. So sorry. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm mistaken. I've done it at least um, seven or eight times at this point, Tea with Alice. Absolutely. I should have brought that up, actually. No one guest is that interesting. It's too many. I've got a donation of 10 US dollars, and it comes from Aaron. Uh, He says, no need to say my name. Listening. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Hearing season one for the first time. How can I not pay the boys again? Can't wait for this year's death blood. All the best. And if that doesn't date this message, nothing will. He didn't Um, write that. I added that in. Yeah, I figured as much. Thank you so much. $10. Always appreciated. Fuck what are you going to spend your five on? Coffee. Yeah, fair enough. I might follow your lead. Coffee and a croissant. Had a fantastic mm. butter croissant yesterday. Uh, apologies to the vegans, but butter. God dang it! I've been we thinking about going eat vegan for a while. Eh? The one thing yeah. holding me up is cheese. Join That's the, the fucking thing. Join the line, mate. There's a line yeah. of people who are considering. I've been thinking about um, exercising. I've been thinking about working harder as well. Hey, boys. I wanted to send a quick message of love and support to you both for the amazing work you've done on this podcast. You fucked me up, Jesse, man. Well done, you. Here, go on. You've been a companion with me through the highs and lows of bouncing around the world, relocating. I also saw you in Melbourne, where I brought two friends, strangers to the podcast, along. You may remember us as one of my friends decided to look up if Johnny Depp was actually in We Are Your Friends on his phone in the front row <laughs> and quite rightly got told off by Guy. <laughs> anyway. Man, hey, hold on for a second before you go on with that. Can I ask you something, Guy, as a professional comedian? Because I was in, I can't remember who I was talking to. I was in a situation recently where they were, um, I think it was a comic actually, we were talking about this. They were like, it's, it's you know, tail end of 2018 now, I think live performers of comedy are going to have to accept phones being out in shows now, like that it's part of it. Um, especially live podcast. Who was I talking to about this? They said like at live podcast shows, because um, people will want to like join you on Twitter or whatever, or like tweet at you. But as a performer, it just looks like a distraction. So where do you come down on this? Are you, are you virulently anti-phone? Uh, I'm pretty, pretty anti-phone stand up, especially. Um, I mean, I, I think I try and do it when I'm watching stuff on a screen at home as well. It's like nothing, certain things are, I guess, that demand live interaction, but nothing is made to be consumed uh, with a split brain, I don't think. Uh, and, you know, I've I've performed on Except shows. podcasts, now, I've perfor- Yeah, I've performed on shows now where, you know, people are on their phone and if it's like, 
sometimes you acknowledge it and sometimes you you don't it, it is it is a new reality but i'm i'm against normalizing it i'm against like yeah, okay. as a performer being like yeah i guess we just have to accept this is how it is like i will still be outspoken and against it but um if i'm going through the paces of a joke or my work and someone's on their phone and it's not impacting what i'm doing or distracting the people around them then i'm just going to leave it Fuck, imagine if that's what separates us from the new dogs now that we just stick our heels in and everyone under the age of okay. like 25 Well, when you frame like... it like that, Tim, it becomes terrifying. <laughs> uh, hey, sorry, continue the message. Not at all. Uh, anyway, the most important part of this message is directed towards the person who turned me on to you guys, my cousin Michael, who tragically passed away recently. Oh. Um, I'm not going to say when, but uh, it was... He's, he's provided the date, but this seems to be, by the by, at the tender age of 36. Oh, man. You, I'm so sorry guys to hear that. have given him and, in turn, myself so much joy over the years, and as I listen back through season one, it takes me back to some of the good times with him. Thank you so much for filling both our lives with light, and thank you for helping me through this difficult time with him gone. Thanks, boys. I can't wait to listen to your next great adventure. Lots of love. George, you may say my name, and also, as before, my cousin's name is Michael. Uh, well, George, George, our condolences. First off, man, that is that is way too young to be saying goodbye to your. Sorry, is this his cousin? Eh, it is his cousin. Man, um, I couldn't agree more. But at the same time, uh, glad to provide whatever small moment of light and respite. We can through previous endeavors and endeavors going forwards. I hope that you and your family are spending a lot of time with each other and uh, feeling okay about the wicked ways of the world. Death's really weird, man. And you get reminded of that, particularly, I think, when younger people die, like before their time. It's just, it's weird. It's yeah. weird, man. I'm actually, it's not actually weird. It's always been there, but we've kind of like we relegate death to this weird zone and we don't we don't talk about it, which is so bizarre because it's the one inevitable thing. We need to get some better attitudes about death, man. Well yeah. maybe just I do. But anyway, not, my sincere condolences for your cousin. To go on the record uh and say well, I'm against it. Yeah. Um not as a blanket rule, but you know, in, in instances such as that described, I'm I, I'm not afraid to put my you know to put my put a flagpole on this and say I'm against uh, people You're being anti. taken before their time vehemently. Yeah, yeah that yeah that, that might be a I controversial thing to say, but there it is. You're a true brave hero, guy. Um, well, yeah, no. F- on behalf of myself and Guy, we do we send our very best wishes to you and your family, and uh, and yeah, absolutely. We- we're glad that we could be part of some of the the lighter, happier moments. Um, here's a a brief little email from a person called Jay. Jay emails and says, thank you for watching Grown Ups 2 so many times. That's a strange thing to thank someone for. I can't wait to hear more commentary of the movie. Instead of watching, maybe you should host a table read. Your commitment to this nonsense is hilarious. Keep on watching. So, interestingly, that feels like a message we could have received in, oh, I don't know, pretty much any month that wasn't January in 2014. But we've actually received it in very late October 2018. So clearly Jay has been catching up uh, on season one, which has been released back onto the free internet for everybody. And uh, you'll be happy to know, Jay, there were two table reads, one of which was actually recorded and released. I assume you've listened to that now as well. 
featuring vocal talents including, oh, I don't know, Melanie Linsky, ever heard of her, Two and a Half Men, um, Busy Phillips of her own recently released uh, chat show, uh, a galaxy of stars read our silly script that we wrote from memory of the film. So enjoy so that. And it, it's sitting pretty fresh in the feed right now, so... Uh, feel free well, to dive by the, in. By the time this comes out, though, guy, it's all, you know, the time zones are all over. Still guy. pretty fresh, though. It's still right up there. It, it is it's, right up there. It's recently loaded in the chamber. It's called the worst scripted event of all time, I'm, I'm pretty sure. There was another one as well, a table read that was not, I don't think we recorded it, but it was a fundraiser we did in the um, in a community hall in Auckland to raise money, and that featured some some huge names as well, but more local right. stars like and Di that, Henwood and Rose Mutterfield. It ran for a whopping four hours. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. You lost your absolute shit. Yeah, you started was... screaming at everyone for us to get through the <laughs> It was hell on earth. Oh, I um, remember it. Simple question here mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a listener in Brisbane. How high were you guys when you recorded Porn Salad? Funny thing about that is a lot of people have postulated we were on... Is that a word? Feels like it might be. Uh, we were on like mushrooms or LSD or something. I don't think we actually know with certainty what we had, but it was a I do. cupcake. It was a cupcake. I'm pretty sure it was hash, eh? Uh, yeah. Hash oil. But it must have just been a lot, yes. relatively speaking, because yes. podcast or no, that was, I would say, the upper reaches of how high I've been and can be. It was it was just a very I don't know the conditions were right we were you know we were yeah. in each other's it was company also, yeah. it was we were tasting success I think the the numbers had just started going up or something like that it was very late at night I think it was after a party maybe at, at our place because yeah. that's why Nick was asleep on the couch next to us and it was just like man <laughs> how about this how about it yeah how about them cowboys uh yeah Dallas Cowboys was, yeah I. Th- yeah, it's an old saying, but I think it applies to the Cowboys of podcasting who we were at the time. Mm. Um, that was a short one, but I've got a really nice little uh, moment here, if I may mm-hmm. indulge. Yeah. Dear boys, Dear every, ad I get, I, every ad I get on the podcast is a dramatic anti-paramilitary ad. <laughs> Taken aback at first. And very put off in the following few times I heard the ad. I've since become desensitized to it. That's good. I now begin my own journey, parallel to yours, (laughs) whereby I learn to love the paramilitary ad and eventually (laughs) the paramilitaries within it. It ends with me getting an IRA tattoo on my ass cheek. Persevering for you good boys in memory of your bravery. That comes from Emily. So... Here's the interesting thing about that. Well, I'm I'm experimenting with trying to um, not make myself bankrupt by dedicating this amount of time to podcasts and not getting paid for it. So we're experimenting with a few different things. Uh, one of which this year is having ad supported podcasts because this this content is received for free. The company who um, chucks those ads, are, and this is kind of I I see it as a benefit, but you might have, you know bug or feature. It's up to you. We have. We're very hands off. The ads, someone else just 
slots them in and it's based on the IP address of, of where your device is detected as being from. So if there's only like one advertiser that's signed up with the company in your neck of the woods, you're, you're going to be hit with a paramilitary ad every fucking time. So, so that's just um, how it is. That's the new, <laughs> that's the new, the world. That's where we are. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Enjoy it. And, you know, ads are ads. Treat them as you always have. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. You're a very fair, yeah. level-headed guy, Tim. Um, have you got anything you'd like to say? Dear Timbly Wimbly Jimbly and guy 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 I'm slowly catching up, having got left in a boggy patch, and we are your friends. I think one of my boots came off and I got a sock wet. But I'm hopping along quite happily now. I've just listened to the Patreon Double Down episode and wondered if Neil Brain is actually a modern day I'm gonna screw this up because it's Spanish. Canvites, I think. And Double Down is uh and Double Down is a rewritten Don Coyote. Don Coyote is presented as someone who has read too many romantic novels about chivalry and has gone mad. Don Breen's character is someone who has watched too many action films and read too many baggy LinkedIn posts, braggy, sorry, LinkedIn posts about people who are computer geniuses who are brilliant at everything. And so he has also gone mad. The whole of Double Down is a point of view, unreliable narrator delusion as Don slash Neil Breen charges about misunderstanding everything he sees and tapping data into dead uh, laptops and old phones he has found. You are good boys. You are brave boys. I will go and seek out the buttons that let you hashtag pay the boys and eat tuna out of a can. Say my name. Say my name. William Bishop Stevens. God damning small town. Interesting. United Kingdom. How how about that? I really like that take. Don Coyote. Yeah. Is it spelt Q-U-I-X-O-T-E? Yeah. How are you supposed to yeah. pronounce it? I'm not sure, but it's a, a famous literary Coyote. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, I haven't read it, but I'm like familiar enough with the uh, with the reference. But the author, the it's it's actually this is probably quite easy to pronounce, but it's C E R V A N T E S. Cervantes. Yeah, Cervantes. Um, well, you ever read you, it? No, I feel like I've read a book with the like a I don't know. I feel like I've, it's been in my orbit before, but um, I think he, unless unless you're really willing to put the work in, I feel like reading books of a time with a certain language and style. It's like unless you're fucking doing it for academic reasons or you're broken through the initial challenge of like, the, you know, I remember I got into reading uh, Charles Dickens briefly, and it's like once, you? you're, once you're in the world of it, it's it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the period we were trying to get in, where you're like, oh. Can you just fucking take it easy with all these words? Because yeah. like they they were written as serials, and he got paid by the word, which is why he's such a ludicrously uh, his output is so like all of his books are so big and prolific. He's like, would you say they're over bloated as a result? Uh, some of them, yeah. A but it's a good time. Do you think they're bloated? Like, uh, sometimes. All that to say, not read the book. Uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I'm sure that it's on a bookshelf somewhere in a house I once lived in. I paid I think eight, Don Coyote, eight dollars for it and hoped it wouldn't press someone. I think he he. 
he thinks windmills are giants and he like kills a guy because he's so caught up in his own fantasy i think yeah i think he's like he he loves to fuck around uh and he loses his yeah he's slowly his mental state deteriorates anyhow who among us doesn't love to fuck around eh that's what i'm talking about say my name bitch all right willem i will (laughs) tim you big beautiful man was that you on a very responsible mode of transport, a lime scooter charging Fuck elegantly yes. up Williamson Ave at around 6.50pm this evening at time of the message? <laughs> totally. I yeah, shouted, undeniably. I shouted, Tim! But the man who looked just like you kept going. I then yelled, Tim! a second time because I was yeah. really sure it was you and I couldn't yeah. let this opportunity slip. And he turned around. Hmm. Please can you clarify whether this was the real spindly timbly wimbly or some charlatan pretending to be someone who looks like you on a lime scooter? Nah, definitely me. I've been getting into <laughs> into those recently. Definitely me. Generally speaking, I um, have headphones in like at all times. I'm either jamming some tunes or smashing some potties. So if I'm out in the world, um, I am uncommunicable. That's definitely not a word. I made that one up. But the amount of times that mates of mine have been like, hey, man, saw you on the street, literally screamed meters away from you, your name, and you didn't respond. I'm like, yeah, did you see the earbuds in there, dude? It's not going through. <laughs> it's amazing I haven't been hit by a car yet, to be honest. But, you know, it's me touching wood. Anyway, the answer is yes. Eric writes, dear fuck boys. No, he just says fuck boys. And then he says, dear Tim the Cuddlebug Bat and Guy the Fondle Monster Montgomery. Your one sounds worse than mine. (laughs) Scary title, yeah. I have just finished listening to episode 33 of season three. You boys be the best fuck boys. Thank you. And Tim, holy shit, listening to you and what's his fucking being the devil and all that symbolism and shit. (sighs) It was giving me flashbacks to growing up in a tight-knit Christian community I live in. Damn, Tim. You could give me, ch- you could, uh, you could give childhood me a sermon that would spook me into never touching my dick or thinking about the fermented forbiddens. Fermented forbiddens. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope you don't know where I'm going with this, but I wanted to let you guys know I love you, and it took me almost three hours and a million more of your bomb diggity podcast to fucking find your email address. That might be because of all the alcohol going through my system. Love and good Wednesday night without the wife. There's a scant um, punctuation here, guys, so I'm just kind of assuming where there should be some commas and full stops where there are none. P.S. I got unreasonably sad and distraught when the first knife so horribly was stolen away from you, but knifey too, you are the patron saint of my soul. <laughs> oh, no, no one oh, can. You're going to be heartbroken. <laughs> P.P.S. I'm sorry if this isn't the right email to reach both of you, but goodness knows I've stopped, I've stopped on the first one I've found. Sorry for the length. Lots of sweet, juicy love, Eric Redman Alston. Lots wow. of X's and O's, and in between them, some K's and also some G's and F's, and then at the end, the word cuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good sign off. Good on you, Eric. God bless you, man. Yeah, was that was a great bit of correspondence. Please, if you are on the lash. Uh, and feel the overwhelming urge to get in touch. You don't need to proofread that. Just fire it through. Fuck, absolutely not. Uh, and I love that. I don't like necessarily publish my email address, but it's online just enough that we get yeah. all these letters. People can find it. Um, absolutely. 
I got one one more, and then shall we? Let's close it off with that. Close it off for now. Pinch uh, off the log that is the seventy seventh friend zone with this beautiful message. Hi, legends. Sorry, I'm a bit late to the party, having only recently discovered your awesomeness. Ed Keverly from Australian Radio put me onto the podcast. Anywho, I'm blasting through season one, Grown Ups 2 at the moment. Points to note so far, after having to watch the movie out of intrigue. Pure disappointment by the Braden Summertime shot. It's been spoken about so fondly and really didn't reach the heights I was expecting. Oh, no. Uh, Sorry about any- that. We didn't have a lot to latch on to. In the the desert that was the movie, that was an oasis of something interesting. I have actually, I can't remember when, a while ago, checked in on the subreddit at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash t-w-i-o-a-t. Everyone jump uh, on there. That shit's popping off at the moment. Saw some people posting, like pulling clips from the ones that we've said we like and posting on it and some sort of conversation starting with they were like it's really quite interesting and grave to see the stuff that they gravitate towards like because <laughs> of course they don't have the surrounding context that we do but yeah i mean yeah. i'm sure as standalone bits of art these aren't necessarily the beacons of hope that we describe but you know we're working with limited resources here anyway the second thing is after only eight podcasts and my one and only viewing of the film i will unwilling i unwillingly develop the habit of showing shock or disbelief listening to my client's stories by shouting, What? Oh, no. What profession is yours? Quite concerning. He appears to work at a tattoo parlor. Uh, Quite concerning at the time, but luckily luckily enough, it has passed. Anyway, to get to the point, I'm stuck in episode 45 on iTunes. I can't find from 46 to presumably 52. Am I going crazy? Thanks for your time. Chris Olson from the Gold Coast. Uh, who works at what Olsen Tattoo. What date did Tattoo. that come to you, Guy? Sorry. Can you shout out his business again? Olsen Tattoo. Um, it's late November, late Nov. Hmm. I I don't know why that would be the case. Um, uh, I fuck, feel I like know, it's been resolved for everyone else, so maybe delete it and re-download the app that you're using. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do a resubscribe it, or something. Turn it on and off situation. But uh, exactly. thank you so much, Chris. Um. If we and, were getting tattoos from you and you said, what? We'd be delighted, but we're probably in the minority of the population there. Absolutely. And as for you, Tim, lovely to talk to you. Have fun with uh, boy Sampo. I've, I bloody will. I, just so you know as well, Guy, you're not the only man in town doing a show. I forgot, but I'm actually emceeing a show in a few hours, so I should probably go and uh, find out who's on the bill, get ready for that. Yeah, absolutely. And seeing as we are talking about shows, just quickly while we're here, uh, if anyone's listening along in New York City, I am hosting a show on the 20th of December at Union Hall called uh, Guy Montgomery Presents. I'm friends with these people uh, in which I host an array of the best comedians in New York uh, and insist that they are my friends. Uh, will they reciprocate or will they be evasive as they were in the previous iteration of the show I hosted? Only time will tell, but that is on the 20th of December. It's a Thursday at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Please come along if possible. It's like a real-life friend zone, but I'm not there. And if I have remembered, which hopefully I have, the ticket link is in the description of this episode. Oh! <laughs> Love that sound. Love the enthusiasm. Always great to talk to you. Now go out there and go rough them up, you son of a bitch. You got it, friend. Well, it's the friend zone. 
Well, dear man, guy, come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Well, dear man, guy, 'cause making friends is the best idea of all time.